Hello, how is it going? Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome to Divine and Conquered Sacred World Chronicles, um, our epic log campaign for the Sacred World game. I am very excited. Um, we have a lot of beautiful faces, uh, and I'm getting my notes out. Okay, um, real quick, because uh, this is one of the shortest games that we do, because uh, time constraints. Uh, please, if you have it in your heart and in your wallet to donate to Extra Life, the link information is down below. We have reached, I believe, $285 as of this morning when I checked. Um, mm -hmm. Our goal is 500 buckaroos, which we totally got that last year, so we should do it again this year. Um, if we can get that money in uh, before uh, the actual event on November 6th, starting at noon, uh, Shane's going to get a tattoo. Um, and... I don't know if this is 100% accurate because Ryan is Ryan. Um, he did say that he might shave his head if we can reach that goal as another incentive. Um, so mm -hmm. that's at your disposal. That's you awesome. can cause this chaos and magic at the same time. Uh, but yeah, please, uh, the information is all down below. Um, if you can't donate, please uh, think about sharing. Um, that it's just do, do what you can, um, specifically for us, for our chapters going to the Texas children's hospital here in downtown Houston, which is an amazing hospital because they did save my sister's life at one point. So, uh, please donate. It's, it's going to be amazing. Um, during intermission, we'll have a, um, uh, a little spiel of, uh, what game, what time and what the game's about. Um, the, the merch information, all that stuff is down below. Please go get uh, Dickie's book is all the way over there. Please uh, go go buy Dickie's book. Go read the comics. Go go commission the the leather and armor. Go do things. All the art is down below. Uh, does anyone have any uh, messages that that are not in proper notes? Um, I, I actually do. Yes, what's up, bro? Hey. If I may, uh, uh, you're cutting out a little bit, bro. Uh, oh, Saturday, October 30th. Sorry, yeah. sound very robotic. Oh, oh, I'm oh, no. Am I going? It's am I gone? It's it's very robotic. Now now it's good. Let's get okay. Let's see if we can get it. Okay. One, I'm just pulling into my house, everyone. I'm time constraints, everyone. Uh, but uh, Saturday, October thirtieth is World Audio Drama Day, and I myself have been a participant of an audio drama. Uh, so if you want to check it out. Echoes of the Night, a Batman audio drama series, is available to listen to on YouTube or Spotify. And it's Echoes of the Night with a uh, K in night, as in the Dark Knight, Batman. Go check it out, guys. <laughs> yeah. I've... Harvey Dent. Go, go, go check out our bro, be an amazing Harvey Dent. Um, did you do... <laughs> I, does anyone else have any other thing? If not, let's get be right nice. into yeah. Well, obviously, be nice to each other. Um, don't forget to love each other, etc. All that stuff. Jess will hunt you down. She knows where you live. She is an accountant, <laughs> after all. 
Um, <laughs> let's uh, do character introductions, roll that intro, and get into game. Hi, guys. I'm Jesus. I'll be y'all's dungeon master. Over here is my beautiful wife. Uh, hey, Jeremiah, who are you playing? I am playing Rogdar Full Metal, a dwarven artificer, and Bram, and Skiwak, and this fancy calculator. <laughs> what? What is... Uh, what? Oh. I, I've... Okay. Sorry. I was having a hard time finding your flag. I was in the wrong source section. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> calculator joke. Hey, uh, Vic, who are you playing? <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm Vic. I'm playing uh, West, the human barbarian druid warlock, or somewhere in that order. There's a lot of steps. There is, there is, there is. Uh, and <laughs> Tabitha, I think we had a switch in characters. Who are you playing tonight? Hello, everybody. I'm Tabitha. I will be playing Oria, the Loxodon druid. Loxamom is back. Loxodon yep. Is back. Um, Cole is taking a hiatus to go and spend time with his hubby. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, hey, Nick, who are you playing? Hello, uh, I'm playing Caribrionu, a fire ganasi fighter. Any any details about about care? He does not like his uncle, and he is very happy that he got out of that place. And he's really he hot. Really wants to fight I mean... uh, West. <laughs> That is that is definitely a thing. Both those things are things. And last but not least, hey Shane, who are you playing? Uh, hi there. I am playing uh, Ekis Frazzlerag, uh, a satyr bard who is just happy to be here. As we are, we're all happy. Uh, well, with that. Let us roll our beautiful, beautiful Bane footage. Well, this is a fifth edition game based on the Pathfinder Interseas. Using the Greyhound Panther, Little Tandora, and a Shred of Replica. How do you want to do this? Or you can just stay here. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind starting a family one day either. You saved us again. You know what to do. I've been fighting to help others. I would like to rage, damn it! That's what it is. You have not failed me before, please. I cannot lose him. Hello, welcome back. So, let us do a little bit of recap of what happened uh, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago. So, <clears throat> the Elysian Vagabonds have officially arrived to Corvassa. 
um, showing on Galaladel around the orphanage, um, Carabao statue, his bow, um, telling the party, telling her of all the good deeds and amazing accomplishments that her son has made. Um, and what a hero he was in saving everybody's life. Uh, Cole got a visit from his deity saying that they wanted to thank him for everything he's done uh specifically for keeping west alive in very specific situations and in keeping west alive keeping his brother safe and out of people's eyes <laughs> now you know all those messages i've been sending tabitha throughout the campaign so Ew. the party <laughs> has a plan they now that they have the skill and ability um they're going to do a quote unquote jailbreak uh which in proper d the terms is they're going to rescue carabao with the resurrection scroll they need to first get that scroll um ori and cole uh played tag and switch places as uh, Cole needs to go visit his hubby and who else but Oria to assist the team in such an important mission. Um, the group needs to travel to Yenderov, um, Henderov, however it's pronounced. Yenderov? Yenderov. Um, to uh, a temple of the Lich uh, Storgax, um, who is this infamous lich uh with a uh, a legendary treasure but before they get there some spells and rituals need to be uh made and purchased so that's gonna take about a week to accomplish so let's go back to Krovasa before we go on this big epic scary adventure and uh see what the group wants to do um, so yeah, it will take about a week for, uh, the specific spell that Aurea wants to perform. As, uh, if I remember correctly, Aurea did reach the group. Yes. Uh, so, I will say that we're going to continue that off. Um, let's, let's say that we have migrated over to, um, uh, <laughs> Chattingtons. Let's let's continue on the straight there for easy sake with conversation with anybody that needs to be conversated with. Um, as you guys are in Chattingtons, um, in the third wing, um, at the, the small tea room, which can fit easily thirty people. Mind you, this is the smaller one. Um, people outside to give you any uh, drink or cocktail or uh, um, specific herb of tea that you would like as everyone has reunited and is together um, what do you guys want to do what's what's the plan for today well I guess one of the things that Oreo will definitely do is catch up with West and uh, Ragnar on everything that has, I guess, transpired during this entire time. Sorry, that's new. <laughs> What's the scratching this here? Um, I know one of the things that she would even do is look over at West and just be like, so I've heard, uh, I heard about you uh, becoming a druid. 
how are your trainings going? And she's going to say that to him in Druidic. Uh, he's, he's still working on his Druidic, so it's a little... You can tell, like... You can definitely tell that there's, like, a little bit of a, an accent there. I was just trying. Um, uh, dru- druidic training is going good. Uh, question. What technically counts as druid training? Communing with nature. Oh, yeah, I did a lot of that. Good. As you can see, I have a dog sitting under me right now. It seems that's uh, one of the uh, Dobermen that... Uh, uh... Chattington has on the outside has become very fond of Wes and will yes. not leave and um, goes over to you, I guess, and just kind of sits on your lap and is a uh, is just going over and like being around you guys. Um, no, at some point I would have asked for the dog's name. Frank. Frank the dog. Frank the Doberman. Frank the it's Doberman. a distinguished name. And his other. Buddy is Sinatra. Freckles. <laughs> freckles. <laughs> oh, Frank freckles and Frank. Frank and um, Freckles. <laughs> Chattington named Freckles and Samantha named Frank. Of course, did. Yeah. I was kind of expecting Frick and Frack. Look, <laughs> 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 like, I need to get the, the, these. Puppy NPCs backstories like in two seconds flat. Hell yeah! Look at that. That's some expert DMing right there, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I I spent uh, I've been spending a lot of time in nature actually, and uh, uh, you know there was that time when I kind of just like disappeared for like you know ten months and I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah, he was very concerning. He was gone for a while. He didn't answer my calls. I I I was uh, nor mine. Wes. I wasn't left um, to voicemail, whatever that means. I'm just gonna slowly <laughs> put my hands over my ears like, um... I mean... I was thinking through some things. Oh wait, no, you're saying this is Druidic. I, I forgot. No, never mind. <laughs> I'll, I will say for the sake of this, like by the time he responded saying, oh yeah, I've been doing training, he just switched back to common, so <laughs> okay. we can continue this conversation normally. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I needed to think through some things, you know. Mm-hmm. Understandable. I mean, I've had a lot of time to think and do my own training back with the druids in Hanglewood. Yeah. yeah, remember, remember that, uh, that, that mother figure that I told you about? Um, you know, that the, the, the old lady. Yes, the one that raised you. Yeah, I ran into her a few times. You see Oreo just kind of like stand a little bit like straighter. And one of the things that you're that everyone is going to notice um, on her back, she does have a javelin, but in her hands, she does have a staff that looks to be made out of wood. And it kind of looks like, and just to be, uh, you we said summer, summer, right? We are this, in summer. Okay. So it's going to look pretty much like a. Um, Frank, it's okay. Well, like, leaves, there's maybe, like, a few berries that are kind of hanging off, like, that are kind of splitting off from it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and she's just going to hold it a little bit, like, you know, her grip's going to be a little bit tighter. Um, I will what say that, that on this specific staff, 
uh, because of specific backstories, West and Ekis, you do see slight, obviously Ori as well, um, slight sparks kind of moving around the staff. Um, and every now and then you would see like a small little vine or a piece of one of the leaves just kind of like twitch a little bit. Yeah, she'll just grip the staff a little bit tighter. What happened? She sounds a lot more like uh, Mama Ori is coming out a little bit. I love Mama Ori. Box them off. Uh, well, the first time wasn't great. Uh, we fought and it was kind of ugly. And uh, the second time she uh, banished me to see my uh, grandmother. Uh, Baba Yaga, you know. Um, Do I need to roll anything for that, Jesus? Or yeah, probably not will, because you can try, but I'll give you this advantage just because this is not your native plane. True. Would it be like religion? Uh, or... Sorry, uh, history or Arcana? <laughs> and if anyone else wants to roll, you I'll you may arcana. also roll. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah. What'd you get? You said disadvantage? Yes, for Aurea because of just different plane of existence. Uh, the di so I rolled a 23 and a 22. So the disadvantage Shit. is the 22. Okay. Arcana, right? Damn. Okay. Yes. Uh, then, does anyone else want to roll? I got a 7, so I don't know shit. Okay. Wow. What you get, uh, okay. uh I got... A twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, seven. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, with the twelve. You think you've heard that name in passing? Sounds witchy. That's about it. Uh, <coughs> Oria. Probably with communing with um, the tempest, oh and oh. just in conversations with the uh, the Earth Ashari. Probably the information we know with the 22 on Arcana. So we have the planes. She's been called Grandmother of Witches by some. A very powerful um, entity, uh, patron to many warlocks. Not someone that you should mess with. Or better yet, not someone you should talk to at all. But I guess it's very vague here and there. And like that's kind of what you've like interpreted from many people's different interpretations. I guess it would make sense also considering the fact that she was around the first time that they did encounter that coven. Yes. So I guess maybe being like stuff that she would have heard here and there. So she's just going to go over to West and give him a really strong hug. Well, I'm glad you're safe. Yeah. Uh, Cole, Cole ended up uh, uh, killing her. He's a, uh, I know he's like really, really small, but like, a lot of like it's really powerful it's really scary actually and you trust him oh absolutely I trust him with my life and then she's gonna also look and this is just 
character reason. She's going to look over at Care and Ekis, and you trust them too. Uh, I mean, well, okay. So I'm beginning to learn what trust means because uh, I think one fault of mine is I blindly trust people that I barely know because I'm trying to compensate for something. Uh, lack of relationships or something. I think that's how it was explained to me. You, uh, yeah. Wes, you feel a very warm pat on the back, like, good job, I Yay. Yay. But, uh, I... I think maybe in time with, you know, the... I mean, we just met, honestly. So... It's very true. It's, yeah. Like, no like no offense, guys. Like, you know, like we just met. Ago. Two days no, ago. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I would like to in, in time. Yeah. If, you know, Oreo, we adventure together enough. Oreo would oh. also look over to Ekis and Kara and just kind of give a nod, like, just... It, I mean, no offense. I, I myself, it's taken me a bit to trust people on this plane since I'm not from here. Me. I blindly trusted someone and I almost died doing so. So. Yeah, that was. No, I'm not from around here either. They, they, they seem cool. They they did help us with the, the show or... on that devil thing, but you know. I uh, no no I'm t- I'm technically uh. What, what you would call a fae. Oh, so the fae wilds. Yeah. That's where I was born. I've dabbled here and there, but I haven't... I respect the fae. I don't very much interact with them. Which the fae well, I respect wild... you too. <laughs> Which the fae wilds would probably be the closest thing that feels more to Selesnia than anything else in this yes. plane. Um, I'll say that at this moment as well... Um, you will hear a, a knock on the door, and uh, it's like eh, it's kind of opens through. Uh, you will see Mrs. Garardel as she goes uh, first towards uh, Ekis and Care. Um, I'm going to uh, be on a stroll. Um, looks at you, Aurea, and gives this very deep smile. Um, Usually, you're the one that kind of gives the mother vibe, but with Mm -hmm. that smile, it's just like, oh, I've gotten that smile. My mom has given me that. And you get feelings of uh, your mom back at the the tribe. Um, And then goes towards everyone, gives them a tight hug. Um, I'm going to see what the city has to offer. Uh, Okay, I'll be back. I heard they're doing goose for dinner. I will pass. I might be back after. Uh, And then she just takes her leave. Is Chattington in the room? Uh, No. I I would say that um, he does need to do a lot of things to keep up with uh, being, uh, I believe, 12th in command of the city. So he he does have a, a work schedule. Well, I was going to say, as long as, uh, well, with knowing who uh, who she is, mm-hmm. as long as she's basically being taken care of here, she has, she doesn't mind. Oh, yeah, she she's, uh, okay. uh, as well as she, the, um, the Chattanooga estate would treat any one of you guys. She's, although she kind of wants to help and assist things, and you do get a tendency for, like, few hours you guys have been interacting with her specifically at the estate she doesn't like people doing things for her 
Fair. Yes. Um, but I guess matter at hand. You want to try, you all want to try to, and including myself, we want to get Kara back. Yes. Man, Frank, you really like butt scratches, don't you? There we go, that exact sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could possibly do it, but I'd need a specific spell to do it that I'm unable to really cast yet. And uh, you guys know that uh, before this meeting was taking place, Laz said that you need to get some information to, like, give yes. it to you guys. Um, and I'll say kind of on cue, Laz comes in with, like, a bagel in her mouth, and uh, <laughs> um, she has this strap with uh, with a bottle of wine that's already uh, kind of, like, wrapped in leathers because she can't really carry everything in her hands. Um, as you all hear that slight jingle in her walk, um, which y'all know comes, well, most of you would know where that comes from specifically. Uh, as she has about like four tones, um, each one dustier than the last. And she puts it down at the center of the table and kind of makes a, a big kind of uh, wave, I guess. Um, and if your cup was towards the edge of the table, it probably fell with just the sheer impact of like the thickness of these books. Um, oh. Unless you're quick to grab your your uh, your tea, your ale, or your uh, coffee, it has fallen. Yep, hands are full. Dexterity, what's that? <laughs> he kind of looks at the spilt uh, liquids. Sorry. Um, okay. So here's the information. Here kind of moves over. Each one of these books apparently has been written by tales, and all I can find that is consistent with all four of these tomes is one... He's a baddie. Two, he has lots and lots of treasure. Each one depicts a gold amount and platinum amount and enormous amounts. She kind of looks around, makes sure, and like, is looking at the door, making sure the door is closed. I think he might be richer than Chaddington. Well, Dang, right? <laughs> you see the dog kind of puts his paws over his head, just does not like that. Um... So, he has many, many names, but Storgax is the one that pops up the most. Um, yeah, I mean, magic items, gold, treasures from dragons, uh, you, you name it. He has the ability to control death itself. I mean, he does not sound like a fun guy. Uh, I will also say that I'm very surprised at how many maps I have found leading specifically to the location. Like, I thought it was going to be difficult, but once you know the correct, like, section to look in the library and in these books and the, some tomes that I have, like, uh, books that I have written, that I have read when I was a kid, like, the instructions are pretty clear. It's a little, it's a little creepy. I mean, to be fair, if you're that powerful, it's not exactly like you're hiding. That's kind of what I'm thinking, which is also making me think that this is, uh... I won't be going, because, like, I have a concert, uh, uh, the, the day that you choose to go, but... I just, oh, that's crazy timing. Yeah, I know, it's very... She, she kind of grabs her wine, sips it a little bit, puts her bagel down. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is, please be careful, guys. 
That's all. Um, yeah. Uh, but with all the amount of treasure he has, I'm sure he has something that will... A ring or a gem or something, you know? Uh, and since <laughs> he is the master of death, uh, it's, it's like the best place to go look. Understandable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, what are you guys talking about? Uh, just catching Ori up on everything that we went through. And she kind of goes around like, have you been? I've been well. Um, <laughs> my daughter's now um, six. Ah, uh, good for her. That's a good age. She's going to get in trouble. She already has. I don't remember what I was doing when I was six. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I remember the way. Uh, I remember when I was six. Yeah. A uh, hundred and. 26 years ago. Last <laughs> oh, wow. over here just like... <laughs> I lost count. <laughs> well. Alright. Uh, as the day kind of continues on, you'll see that uh, probably uh, maybe about an hour or so before the sun actually sets, um, outside of the estate, uh, you will hear... I'm blanking as to what the noise of these babies are. How, what is a camel? What's a camel noise? All those at one time. All those at one time. You hear a couple of camels outside the estate. The as the dogs camel. are <laughs> barking, not really knowing what this is. And, uh,. You see this annoyingly neon orange cat just kind of climbing on the fence, lifts up the tail, so you can see what God intended not to shine, and then just kind of jumps and teleports. <sighs> Fucking Tony! Uh, damn Tony! Why, why are there camels here, West? Uh, the more important question is why the fuck was Tony here? Did you ask the last time camels? Yeah. Oh shit, I did. <laughs> Look, I my my memory goes on a day by day basis. Like the second <laughs> that it's like hit, I hit the twenty four hour mark, it just. <clears throat> <out. clears throat> or he's just gonna go up to the camels and just be and just talk, you know, basically cast speak with animal. Like, are you okay? Yeah, just we're fine. This is not your normal habitat, is it? It looks around. No. It smells weird. My nose is itchy. She's just gonna look over like, guys. <laughs> well, we, we brought them for our the, the first leg of our journey and, uh... You know, felt bad to leave them. Wait, didn't we rent these camels? Yeah, we did. Oh, oh shit, we rented yeah. those camels. Oh, yeah, you guys did. Rent you rented them. Oh, no. <laughs> you rented them, and, uh, yep. Hey, yes, uh, Oria. We're halfway across the world now. <laughs> um, I hope he doesn't check the mileage on them. And the map to get to the Lich, does it include going up mountains and whatnot? Yes, it does. Uh, let me put you guys on the map and show you exactly where it is, since you've had enough time to... Look at it. I mean, these guys are really good at climbing like these giant sand dunes that are almost like mountains. Sand. 
Not rocks, not mountains, West. Sand. So Crovatus I mean, it's, right it's like here. a melted horse. It's almost the same, right? <laughs> These creatures are used to being in desert climates, extreme hot weather. You're going to have them go up into mountains where there's extreme cold weather. Oh boy. Uh, they are not acclimated to that. Shit, where's Chad? <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear a. Um, uh, who purchased the, um, the big horses? Hello, big horses. Uh, so, uh, Chad. Yes. Um, so we, uh, somehow we, so, so there was a misunderstanding on, uh, steeds we need. <laughs> and, uh, we. Is that why you have those sick horses? Yes. Camels. Oh, oh poor. And they need to go back to where they came from because uh, we kind of sort of rented them. Oh, no problem. How far is it? I'll pay for the mileage. Absalom? Uh, I mean, if you walk them backwards, it should be fine, right? Totally. <laughs> if you could see the mental calculation going through Chaddington's mind of... The amount of money it would cost to just send these camels back. Honey, we have some weird uh, camels. Uh, let's make room in the stall. Oh, good. As he kind of goes and tries to grab one, he just butts up. Friendly. You have a better chance of just trying to possibly buy them from the person that it came from. Let's just send a note and said that we lost them. Why don't you them? talk to your one friend who's... You said calls from Absalom, correct? Yeah, he's busy now. He's, uh... You're not able to contact him? No, I am. It's just he's, you know, with someone. I'm afraid to I call at the... Say it, I'm afraid to... Call, it will just go straight to voicemail. I'm afraid to call at the wrong moment because I've done that before. Well, I'm There's sure we'll, we'll have this sorted out. And, um, if, um... Uh, and he kind of just claps his hand. Can you get the, um... Thank you. Kind of goes over to uh, like a water fountain and thinks no one's looking, and then just dumps his hand to like <laughs> clean it, and then he just starts walking <laughs> off. Um. So shall we? I guess better. Better. Uh. uh chance of. Um, Getting a head start on this, the better. Which, uh, Aurea, it will take specifically you to purchase your items, and it needs to be yes. bathed in moonlight. Which, for, I guess, uh, I guess a little recap, uh, fast forwarding. A little oh, bit yes, time. that's right. Um, that was for, um, for her, for one of her spells that she has, which is Druid Grove. Because uh, high level spells require weird things. Because uh, it requires, it's a very weird thing that it requires. Yes, it does. Um, so as the week continues and you need to wait for the specific time and place for uh, your ritual to be done so you are able to have the proper material components to cast your spell. Um, so, I'm glad Mrs. Carabelle, if you will. Um, this whole week, she's been kind of just, um, learning more about her son and all the deeds that he's done. Uh, 
you she's gotten into habit of taking very very long morning walks um, sometimes even skipping breakfast just to get a little bit extra time out in the city um, she is you've learned that she is not afraid to talk to random people and just communicate with them and learn about them and generally just interested in their daily lives um, her and Samantha have been hanging out a lot they uh, um, towards the end of your uh, preparation um, and we can get into the specifics in a second but towards the end of y'all's preparation about when the week is over uh, you actually learned that uh, Samantha is offering uh, to offer her place at, in the mansion but she has decided to not um, with Samantha's help she's going to open up a shop um, and she's going to live behind the shop in Old Cravasa which would be in these areas over here. Oh, what kind of shop is she? So, uh, well, thank you for asking. Um, she is going to be opening up a tea shop. Um, she learned that she can charge pretty good coin to uh, serve elven tea and assist the aristocrats in performing elven tea ceremonies. Uh, since they don't know what it is, she can upcharge it quite a bit. <clears throat> Uh, she's also <laughs> offering uh, elven history lessons to the children at the orphanage um, and is volunteering there quite a bit. Uh, probably by like the fourth day, fourth, fifth, and sixth day, you barely saw her. She is incredibly busy. And it's almost like she makes it a point to go visit you guys and talk to you for a bit. Because if she didn't, she'd be lost in time with all the things that she needs to do. Open up a new shop and just helping around the kids. Um, so she's been extremely active. Um, well, she's been stuck in one place for so long. Yeah. It was like, and I want to do things. She wants to stretch. <laughs> she has, she, it looks like she's had plans for this. And as uh, Samantha and her are kind of like uh, talking about the blueprints and exactly <clears throat> what they need, uh, it, it took maybe an hour meeting before she delivered all the information, every single thing down to like the minute uh, a detail of how she wanted this. Like she's been thinking about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, with gathering rations, uh, starting the preparation to send the camels back, and or maybe pay to just sit, buy out the camels. Um, the trip looks to take about two to three weeks. Um, so you guys will definitely need some preparations for that, unless someone can magically. Uh, prepare food for you guys uh, it is going to cut through rivers and forests so hunting and etc is not out of the question uh, very easily attainable uh, what but... about um, mm-hmm. um, west um, clipping through mountains well uh, west clipping through yeah, mountains I got that Bethesda feet. will make it <laughs> so a week and a half okay because you do have that uh, that insert cheat um, <laughs> to up, up, up the down, deer. Down. It's pretty good. Left, right, left, right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> as uh, Ori is preparing this ritual, and it looks really, really boring at times, but sometimes cool when the magic kicks in to have these things bathe in moonlight. Uh, anything that you guys want to do or prepare or or uh, purchase, etc. Yes. Uh... Okay. So really quick for the for the hell of it, because it does say the spell. Um... It's mistletoe that was harvested with a golden sickle under the light of a moon. Does it have to just be one thing in mistletoe, or can I at least collect a few? You can collect a few, sure, yeah. Okay, thank goodness. 
Yeah. Like, do I need to roll for how many missiles? No, no, um, it, it doesn't have a specific gold cost, correct? Just that it's a golden sickle that was... Just that it's mistletoe that was collected by... That was harvested with a golden sickle under the light of a full moon. Yeah, so pro the thing that took the longest oh, the is casting... The mistletoe... Sorry, the mistletoe is what the spell consumes. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, if it, if the mistletoe is consumed, I would say that with Rognarf also assisting, I'm pretty sure you could have, uh, in, I, here, are you a blacksmith as well or no? Yep. Okay. Uh, with three good blacksmiths, extremely great blacksmiths in your party. Um, uh, four. I forgot Brom. How <laughs> really important information there. That is that is how oh, I should just throw, dare you. throw my DM cap out the window for forgetting plot information. Um so with a plethora including <laughs> a ski walk and anyone else that you guys want to, a, a good amount of blacksmiths can make you your golden sickle. Um I will say sure because it does consume it. Uh, gathering the mistletoe will probably have been an expensive shop, but that's no issue. Roll me a d6. I got six. Wow. So, you have ten mistletoes. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> Oreo with that Costco membership. <laughs> <laughs> Buying a book, bitches. Awesome. Got a shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um... I will just ra randomly add that in my notes that I have that. Please and thank you. Uh, anybody else? Anything that you guys need to specifically gather? Um, as long as it's within the player's handbook, you guys can easily find it. No problem. Yes, Karen. I just wanted to ask um, if we had figured out what we were going to need by way of components for the spell to bring the cow back and if we could start acquiring things now. Oh yeah, that's important. I think, yeah. I think Samantha and Chad said they were gonna try to take care of... Sprinkle of holy water and diamonds worth at least 25,000 gold yes. pieces. The, uh, Samantha and Chad, I think, can definitely help with the requirements to perform this one time. Oh, yeah, that's let me check my inventory real quick. 25,000 gold. Um, I will so say that when this was diamond. presented... Since... I'm diamond dust. Diamond um, shit. Uh, it says diamonds, but plural, so dust can also work. It does not have oh, to be nice. one specific one. Um, 600 gold worth. The, cool. the first time that this was introduced, you uh, last probably talked to Samantha about this to assist in prepping Chaddington, and the day was perfect for him. He had his pedicure. Um, he sat in his favorite spot outside of the garden. Um, he... Uh, he went to see his favorite performance. Um, for whatever reason, that morning, uh, Wes, they they definitely, like, you need to spar with him and please make sure he doesn't get hurt. Just, like, you you need to do this. Like, oh, this okay. is going to help. Um, <laughs> and Kara, as you saw them fighting, uh, he, I mean, he knows the technique is just, he's, he's, it's it's great that he's practicing at home and not in real combat, um, and everything that could have been done perfectly for his day to have an excellent day for him to have the highest spirits at night when you guys all had dinner 
Everyone needed to be there. Everyone was a little bit more proper than they, they kind of would want for some of you guys. Uh, That's when Samantha said that it would be 25,000 gold worth of components. And he did faint. <laughs> but for how long? Um, and for him to come back, drink some of his wine, and he's like, excuse me, um, was, did you add a couple of zeros? Or did, am I... I could be needing new glasses. And she's like, no, honey, that's, um, it's, it's to bring Carabao back. It's a very expensive. Oh, of course, if it's just to bring it. Kara <laughs> can offer 5k gold. I can offer six. As a, as people, <laughs> almost like subconsciously, as people are offering, uh, to assist, um, uh, monetarily, uh, his ears kind of oh well i mean if it's only immediately does the perfect math every time someone inserts how much uh they can help like okay well i mean i don't yeah i do have i do have some diamonds already too all right which uh every every piece of diamond does not matter the gold cost will help as he uh looks at uh i thought it's when i had to say as he looks at samantha I guess we won't be getting that third boat. And she looks at. She kind of rolls her eyes. <laughs> oh, yes, honey, such such a such a travesty. I I really wanted the bigger one. Yeah, kind of brings him in. Looks at you guys like, what the fuck? And just yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this happening while we're all sitting? Yeah, around? this is gonna. This is like a big dinner because like we needed yeah. to prep this guy up. Yeah. Or is just even going to be like, but you would get to see Carabao again. You would get to see one of your friends again. Which is more oh, important, oh, obviously. Oh, oh and here's, here's yes. also the thing, Teddington. Uh, yes. If 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 this works, or should I say, when it works, <laughs> when Carabao is back, you can use him for adventuring, and he will make you lots of money. You know how he is. That's true. Yes, Wes. No, I was like, just just wrong. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've actually kind of started to learn how to talk talk in their language. Um, okay. I mean, think of it this way, Chad. Um, this will be a great tax write off. He kind of looks around. <laughs> <laughs> looks over to Samantha. Good. Kim does right. We could we could talk to the church and we can business expenses. He was a follower of Palo. I mean, um, so we could. Uh... Uh, Samantha's like, I don't think that sounds. Right. Of course, Plus, honey, we'll we'll look into it. You're like, I'm so <laughs> thankful Addy's not here to hear any of this. Wes just oh, leans over to Ragnar. It's just like I'm gonna be real. I have no idea what the fuck a tax write-off is. <laughs> I just hear people say that a lot. I'm, I'm gonna lead it to Wessos. Like, I'm right. gonna lead it to Wessos. Like, refunds. That's all that. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> like every year, like I'm told, I need to do my taxes, but I don't know what the fuck that means. That's like, refunds. That's all of it. it uh, I just make the items. <laughs> I, I just, I just want there to be a scene, and I'm picturing it of like. Rafon is on one end of the table, Samantha on the other, Mrs. Garaldo, all looking at each other like, if we don't do these taxes for these guys, like, they'd be fine. 
like, all the finances that we have to deal with, like. Oops. That moment where I realized Wes is probably wanted for like 20 years of tax evasion. <laughs> hey, uh, so does another person that I know. Um, we're in great, we're in great hands. Uh, uh, so He's just like, don't worry, it's fine. I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, by yes. before we do leave, like after dinner, I I, I want to give Rifanas the nine diamonds that I have. Oh wait, how many did Cole give? Five, seven? I don't remember. I'm sorry. Uh, I know. Wait a minute. I, like I've been looking, I've been looking at my. Yeah, I've been looking at my notes. I thought I wrote, wrote it down, but I guess I, I think it was nine. nine. Yeah, I was say nine sounds. Oh, nine. you gave nine. Okay, so I have nine. eleven diamonds. Nine, nine one hundred gold pieces worth of uh, diamond. All right. So, uh, I will say keep those, and then like whenever yeah. official time I'll... is to to perform said thing. Yeah, I'll write it down, but I'll give it to Rifanas to be kept under lock and key, kind of like that. Yeah, she will. Which, uh, as uh, that's happening, you do see that uh, Channing's eyes kind of avert. And he's like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. It's, it's okay. It's all, it's all going for good cause. It's all going for good cause. <laughs> I mean, 5G sounds really good, but Caravan sounds better. Oh. Um, At least it's not 25G. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, so. I, I lost fingers. I'm out I, of fingers. I, lost, I, 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 ran out of, I ran out of fingers. Wait, uh, wait. So I was told I can use my I can use my toes on this one. Hold on. <laughs> Is your toes fucking out of your boot? Um, any anything else, guys? That would you would like to do before we prepare and go on to the adventure? Adventure away. Adventure ho. Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, like I'll finish up project projects that needs to be finished up okay. before we leave. But other sure. than that, yeah. Oh, I am. I am gonna give um, Care something because he Care is a frontliner, and Wes is a frontliner. But if I give it to Wes, I don't think he'll use it, or he'll consciously use it because sometimes things happen <laughs> <laughs> with when he gets angry. <laughs> Why? What's what's? Uh, what no, I'm I'm giving Care. I was like, well, you two. I think you two are you and Wes are gonna be like frontliners when shit hits the dust. <laughs> Sounds fair. Um, to try to help West with this too, and I will give you the because Cole is not here anymore. <laughs> I will give you a bobblehead of Brom, <laughs> hmm. and I'll give you a level two. And it has six charges of level two tier ones. There we go. Yeah, it was healing. The Brom pop final. Very much. Uh, it's a bomb so that's invisibility, yeah. right? Yeah, it was invisibility, but I change. I'll I'll change it to two level okay. two tier ones. All right. No problem. I'm sorry, like. Overhearing this, Oreo's gonna look over and just put a hand like you doubt my healing abilities. No, I don't. But maybe you can do damage while they heal or something. It's a precautionary. Okay. Kind of like a potion, I guess, if they need it. Understandable. All right. So I think this would be a good moment to take a little break so we can stretch. And when we come back, we'll start our adventure to. Gandalf. Gandalf. Because Gandalf. We're going to Gandalf. We're yeah, going to Gandalf. We're going to Chili's. We're going to Chili's, guys. Lit Chili's. Look at the menu so we all know we're getting what we get there. All right. I, want, I want the molten lava brownie cake, please. 
right, so we'll be back in a bit, guys. Hello, welcome back, everybody. So Hello. as we guys gather everything we need, um, the hiking gear, appropriate clothing for the cold mountains that you guys will be going through. Wes probably just bought a slightly longer shirt that he will not wear. Um, everybody uh, has their equipment. It's a thought that counts. It's a thought, yeah. Um, uh, their equipment, their gear, everything. Let us travel up uh, going here. And... You look like you need to say something, Tab. Yes, yes, Tabitha, yes. Are we planning on taking horses? Do Was you guys want to take horses? That will make well, the trip shorter. Question. Yes, what's up? Because there is a thing that I can do. Oh my god. will throw out as an idea to everybody. Oh no. Yes? If we want to make things a little bit quicker, I can I have an ability that um long story short, um I have an ability called animal shapes. Um, for the sake of it, I could turn everybody into birds and we could fly there. Well, I can fly. Oh, shit. I haven't figured out how birds work yet. That'd be fun. Sure. Because as it explains, you all, it's essentially basically having everybody use a wild shape, but you keep your alignment, your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Yeah, that's definitely a wild shape. All right, that's gonna. I'll All say right. that probably will cut the trip down to like. And I can concentrate on this for twenty four hours. Wow, that's a lot of flying. Assuming you're going to do this in the proper way, that you will have your spell slot fine for the day that you arrive. I'll probably say cuts on the trip to like from a week and a half to I'll say six days. If you're going to constantly be doing that. Um, I mean, it is an 8th level spell. That is the only thing I will say. I only have one. I can only use that spell once slot a once. a day, recover, do it again for a couple of days. You guys will get there pretty fast. Sounds <laughs> good. Uh, also, there's nothing in the rules that says that uh, for some reason, Wes is con constantly finding the correct air current. He's like, hey, guys, it's faster over <laughs> here. This is, this is so fucking cool. Every time I... It's every time I tried turning into a bird before, I never got the wings. I just kept getting my arms. It's really weird. <laughs> All the secret you things were... Druids never mentioned. Learn this big bird with a big arms. His arms just walk around. Fuck yeah. All right. It's exactly what Wes looks like as a bird. <laughs> Changed my mind. You, you won't. You won't actually. So. Uh. Can I have you guys, one of you guys, roll me percentiles to see how the trip went with our encounter generator over here? Uh, okay, I guess I'll do it. Percentiles, you said, right? Mm -hmm. It's a 38. 38, okay. So, with a 38, nothing really goes astray. Uh, the only thing that you guys are noting is that the closer you guys get to this area, um, the more wolves will appear. Um, you, it's not anything out of the ordinary. It just there is quite a bit of wolves around. Um, 
but just extra little detail to your trip. Uh, as you guys are approaching, since nothing horribly happened, uh, I will say uh, with very good timing, um, what time of day would you guys want to arrive? Would you pack up early in the morning to start getting into the basin of the mountain that you guys need to go through? Or would you want to arrive midday? What, what's what's our, our strategy? You know that the, uh, the map kind of um, alludes that this... The temple is in an old village at top of a mountain. Uh, the mountain isn't the tallest in the valley. Um, it kind of does sit center as it looks like, uh, at least from the illustration. There are several mountains that are way taller than it, kind of putting it in a weird location in the center of like this the, of this mountain range. Um, but it is a climb up the mountain. It is a little bit chillier here. Um, at least when you start your day. So do we have a, a, a manner of coming in? Do we have a, a time of day that we want to approach this in? As, oh my god, memes. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea to get there about midday. That way we can scout around and yes. during the light. Okay. Alright. So... Arriving midday. Also, I say for the sake of it, everybody, where it would probably have been like Pedrigan Falcons that uh, Oreo would have turned everybody in to make because sh- if it was a sparrow, there would have been a chance of like birds of prey. So okay, got it. No problem. She was being you're being smart about this. Smart. I would have, I would have kept um, Skivak and Brom, or maybe you know, uh, just Brom, <laughs> in my bag, and oh, then when we so got transformed, got it, and Skiwak is just following us. <laughs> okay. All right. So, as you guys venture into Hendrkhof, um, as I'm, it's gender huge. <laughs> Gender um, uh, in the mountains, you start approaching where the city is, and it looks like it was massive. A slight bit of dwarven architecture outside that looks like the buildings were carved either out of stone or at least using the natural rock around as a big part of the influence of the building. The gate itself to get in is completely destroyed. Um, you see half of it torn down um, only through just placement of miracle that some uh, parts of the brick and iron are still held in place it just looks like a slight nudge or too strong a wind will just collapse the whole thing there was an arc um, as you guys were entering that had some allude to either like um, uh, a sigil or, or maybe a deity of the town but god knows what it is now as you guys are kind of approaching higher up, you see this main stairwell that kind of leads up to the top, and it looks to be a completely destroyed building. It does remind you a little bit of the um, style that the temples of Palor are made in, um, at least just in architecture, but it's collapsed. Just the centered tower that may look like a chimney is the only thing that kind of stands up and is your indicator to where you're going. Uh, just from outside the fence, you see broken homes and windows, collapsed buildings, um, 
a lot of the locations look like they've been burnt down. Uh, I'll say that uh, with proper perception, um, Oria Ekis for sure, uh, you guys do see that some of the terrain and housing kind of looks like it slid maybe 40 or 50 feet. Almost like maybe there was an avalanche that uh, came in or like um, uh, the snow up top kind of just destroyed things and has been moving. Maybe even just natural like uh, earthquakes kind of move things around. But this place has been through hell. So, as you guys are outside the gates, what do we do? <clears throat> Uh, oh, wow, this is a lot to take in. Well, um, first things first, uh, Aurea will look at everybody, and she is going to cast Pass Without a Trace. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, I don't want to alarm anything that could possibly, you know, harm us, but at the same time... Do you want to try to avoid a really nasty fight too? Completely fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else before we actually officially go in? <clears throat> I don't believe. Okay. Since passive without a trace has been casted, can I have all of you guys roll me stealth? Remember to add plus ten to your roll. Thank God. Oh my. <laughs> Alright. Oh. What did we get? Uh, uh Rognar 29. 29. Alright, that's a good number. Uh Wes, what do we get? Uh 20. Good. 20 as well. Alright. Oh, yes, what do we get? 26. Alright, excellent. Care. 33. Jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> nice. I thought I did well with the 19. I got two 19s and a 16. I rolled a 19, but I have a plus four and then add the tad and so. All right, there you go. Nice. So as you guys are passing by um, and making no sound as the your own shadow kind of uh, gets tighter around you with the magical effect that uh, Aurea is uh, casting, as you guys get up to maybe like the fourth, uh, one-fourth of the way up this, uh, the mountain that's scaling you do see a graveyard and for a second um i'll let's roll a d6 we roll on a six two one two west as you kind of notice that that tombstone move and as you kind of stop everybody you see these wings made out of stone kind of appear um as there are several gargoyles within the uh, cemetery and as you guys wait for them to become immobile again, you guys start making your way up and definitely avoided an obstacle or two. As you guys are making your way further up. With Pass Without a Trace and anything else that you guys want to do, as you guys are getting more of a, a hone in on this town, it it's a lot bigger actually now that you're here. And at least from architectural standpoint, it looks old. Like this would be 
the old um, drawings you would see in books. Um, the town has Is been abandoned made out of stone. Uh, I would say a like it's probably 50% of the uh, the town is made out of stone um, there is a good part especially the lower parts are made out of wood and you know metals and different okay. materials um, it, it doesn't strike dwarven to your craftsmanship Rognar, okay. uh, but it looks like they took ideas from okay. from dwarves to to make this it's, area it's basically I kind of wanted to see and check well, like how old, maybe? Roman history. I will say, since there is dwarven influence, I will allow you to double your proficiency with your dwarven uh, heritage. Oh, okay. Well, it's gonna be thirty-four. Thirty-four. As you're looking around, you—it's you, having a hard time placing it. But as you like, kind of go around the corner, and how the ventilation kind of swoops in and out, you're like, "Oh, that's a pretty old technique that has not mm -hmm. been around in a while." If you had to place this, and this is a human settlement, so they had to learn it after, like it was popular within the mountains. This was probably popular around the Five Peak Mountains. Um, a little towards the center of the map, uh, and you're you're guessing roughly. This city okay. was probably maybe three thousand years ago was when it was starting to be built. Mm -hmm. Maybe when it was, you're not seeing a lot of those vents everywhere. So you mean like maybe this was something new. And the more extravagant the larger the houses, the more they had it. So you're probably picking like maybe even four thousand years ago because that's probably when it was new. Mm -hmm. So it's been that it's. I mean, it's not a great guess, but it's that's as best as you got. Yeah, but is there any kind of smoke coming out of like? There's no. There's like no so sign of uh, recent activity. No okay. smoke. No odd smells, no food, um, no Seems steps. abandoned. Yes, like very abandoned. Um, I will tell the party in a whisper that the information I kind of found was like this is a very, very, very old town. Maybe four, five thousand years, maybe four thousand years ago. So, I interesting. Will, yeah. Mm. That's a long time. Yeah. That note, can I have whoever feels brave roll me a d6? Sure. Alright. Thank you, Shane. Six. That's everybody. Oh. I need all of you oh. guys who make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. A dex save? Mm -hmm. Shit. Oh, I rolled the same number at my stealth. That is a 19. 19, all right. 17. 17, okay. God, I have to get used to rolling Aurea because she has and, uh, flat dexterity. 10. 10? Okay. 17. 17. Inekis? 28. 28, okay. Oh, As... wait, no, I need to roll for Brahm and Skiwalk. Yes, uh, Skiwalk doesn't need to. Uh, this has oh, to do okay. with ground. Because it's flying? Yes. Okay. Skiwalk would be a Oh, no! 
Brom rolled a natural one. Oh no, oh, poor no. Brom. Okay, so Brom and Wes for sure. Oh boy. As I'll say, Ek, as, as you feel that the ground just slightly move and your hoof kind of hits a metal as the ground underneath you is earth, you immediately just jump out of the way. As you do that, uh, it kind of springs into action, most of you guys. As you look around for that half of a second, realizing I don't know what I need to do, but I need to get out of here. Something's happening. As Wes, you feel the ground sink a little bit underneath you. And same thing with Brahma. She kind of just sinks about an inch. You all hear... And then Wes, you see, feel the ground move again. And, and as you're kind of seeing uh, towards the end, it's almost like a mechanism is stuck. And just keeps the, the gear just keeps hitting stone. As the trap did not activate, but it was about a 40-foot, just a metal slate in the middle of the road. That was obviously intentionally put there, but the trap didn't go off. Oh, that was close. Because Bron kind of quickly moves out of the way, and Wes, you kind of also move out of the way. Yeah, yeah, the, the trap's still trying to trigger. It keeps making that click sound. As it keeps like hitting the, the stone and retracting and hitting the stone and retracting. But yeah, it was a pretty large metal slate that just didn't activate. Can Kara keep his eye out for basically any other traps or anything sure. else? Um, excuse me. Is anyone else assisting uh, Kara in looking for traps? Yeah, after that, uh, um, Scare West is doing that for sure. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't... I would like to, but I have to keep uh, Pass Without a Trace up. That's okay, so uh, Wes, you can either give care advantage, or both of you guys can roll me a, uh, I will say your choice of perception or investigation. I'll uh, I'll, let, I'll I'll give care the advantage on that. Alright. I'll, I'll roll perception. Okay, <laughs> please do. Thirteen. 13 as you are you guys are continuously move on you're probably about halfway through and you do notice a trap as unfortunately you notice it too late and then when you're looking at it you're like what is the reason why you notice it is because you do see what looks to be eroded skeletons on the left side of the wall that you guys are going through and then seems to be some sort of like small maybe about 40 or so pieces of wood kind of sticking out of it. And as you kind of, just to confirm your suspicion, you go to the right side of the wall and there's several holes that are covered with uh, with just uh, critters that would live in like spiders, etc. They just have made their home there. And as you kind of look, and with a little bit of Brahma's uh, assistance, uh, because you know, Brahma's obviously who's teaching Rognar, uh, it seems that this mechanism probably had about six or seven fires before all the darts were completely used up. So whatever this trap is has been triggered a couple of times. Um, continuing with the 13, as you guys are approaching up ahead, uh, you see this large boulder that uh, has carved away and uh, has landed on a house and kind of just collapsed it. And when you look at it, it looks like it was definitely launched from atop the mountain as uh, a one-time use um, thing to probably the kill scare off someone. And as you're continuing, 
I will say if someone else wants to roll, you can roll perception or uh, Kara wants to assist them, they can roll with advantage or Kara, you can roll yeah. again with a uh, with a straight roll. Up yeah, to you I'll roll again. Or I'll help whoever. Okay, Ekis, uh, please roll me with advantage. Sure thing. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Nice. As you're seeing uh, some blood marks that have, uh, well, at least that's what you probably think. Like after a while, these things—that's probably what it were. And you look above, you see uh, two traps that could have triggered off. Um, uh, it's you're noticing now that even though you're off the main road. The paths are the easiest to get through. That's not cutting to collapsed buildings or dangerous obstacles. It seems to be almost like laid out. So you guys have to follow the serpentine pattern. You avoid a couple of uh, axes that you don't know if they would have triggered. It's just how rusted the situation is. Um, and you get to uh, a large circle that as you kind of move around and it's massive it's probably about like 50 feet in length of this coiled serpent just the bones of it of something that has just been living here for a while and as you avoid any of that and get to the front of it something kind of looks off at the entrance to this location um first you get the smell of running water. Just clean, clean air uh, kind of gust over. And uh, your suspicion, as you're kind of getting a little bit closer, you, you see like this piece of metal that is shiny. And there's vines kind of growing around it, almost reflective. Too new in comparison to everything below. And it seems to be holding off um, uh, a seal to almost like a, a piece underground, a tree where you're getting that whiff of um, of uh, clean running water and that like extra like push of air that's not the natural path. Almost like air got stuck somewhere in the mountain, swoop underneath, and it's pushing up. Yes, I guess. Um. Just with my passive percep or passive insight, just like how, how am I feeling about this situation? What's uh, your passive one more time? So just don't look at the twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. A gamble. Everything else that you've encountered has been eroded through time. Used. How many times at last say that? This individual. Yeah, that's probably what it is. How many adventurers have come here? How many yeah. times has this lich need to re-put and reset their traps? That thing, it's too shiny. It's magical. Whatever that 
mechanism that is hidden by vines and tree uh, and uh, and leaves and just the the um, earth kind of starting to reclaim it. It's been there for a bit, you know, as earth is reclaiming it, but maybe a season or two at least. But that's magical. Magic does not erode in, with time. That right there is concerning. What is? Everything that we've gone through this path coming up here has been been rusty, dirty, locking in place. That right there is shiny. I will say, now that you're saying this out loud, um, Ekis, you can roll me Arcana, Rognar, because of your uh, class and care. Are you a magical smith or just a normal smith? I mean, technically, just a normal smith, I believe. I worked for the guilds. Okay, so then Ekis and Rognarf, uh, you can roll me an arcana, or if whatever reason you feel like doing history, you can do history, but the DC is a lot higher for history. Um, Arcana is 25. 25, okay. I guess what did you get? 12. 12. All right. Everything that you say stands true. Maybe it's just because you've been thinking about how old this place is. Everything that I guess says is true. But magic does wear off. Magic does have an expiration date. Stronger Mm -hmm. magic lives a long time. Artifacts forever. God weapons forever. Common items, potions, eventually just become liquid. So, yeah, but magic has a half life too. Okay. What do we do? I'll oh, sorry. convey that to the party who, like, what I kind of know and stuff. Okay. So, so maybe. There is some kind of magic here. Maybe it's a very rare item, magic item, or a godly item, or something like that, of the sorts. Yes, uh, um, uh, Oreo. From Echis pointing it out, can she see it now? Yeah, you can all see it. You, you see it. <clears throat> it's, um, it's, there's a little bit of, of uh, earth and uh, kind of dust around it. Um, you probably think if you like washed it off or moved it, it'd be probably as reflective as a, I mean, uh, off mirror. Like, it's, and how far away are we from it? Forty feet or so. Close enough to inspect it, not close enough to interact. She's gonna go up. She's gonna cautiously move up another ten feet. Okay. And she's gonna cast detect magic on it. Yeah, okay. As you what magic. school of magic? Um, if it is magical, what school of magic is it exuding? Uh, so it is magical, for sure. It is... Let me think about that one. That one's a very specific one. Um, conjuration. She'll explain that to the rest of the party. Like, yes, it is magical, but it does have conjuration notes. And 
there is a, a hint of transmutation and the more you concentrate on it enchantment but that's like the weakest almost like it's not even there like yeah. you have to concentrate on enchantment to be like oh yeah it is it is enchantment yeah it's like and then next it's transmutation and there's just a, a very small like hint of enchantment it's a little bit complex I mean, I'm assuming that's what it feels. This is a very complex magic. It does. It's it's very, very, very complicated magic. So what does that mean? So, or you're 30 feet from it, everyone else is 40, just so we can get a like mental map. Yes. Well. I'll move up next to Aurea. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I have 30. a wild theory. Go on. Uh, oh no, it's just uh you said conjuration, transmutation, and uh enchantment. Well, it would mean something gets uh conjured, changed, and then controlled. Maybe if you touch it you end up like summoned and under a mind control or something. But Again, that's just wild conjecture. Maybe it summons something rather than you being summoned somewhere. Ah, that that is also a uh, a possibility. I have a possible thing I could do, but I don't know if it would actually work, though. How big is it? From what you can tell, at the beginning, it looked maybe like six or seven feet. But the more you're looking at it and observing it, it probably stretches to like 13 feet tall, about six or seven feet wide. Um, and I'll say that now that you're here having so long of uh, looking at it, uh, X is for sure because of your passive perception. Or, or you also have an insane passive perception. Um, oh, no, I don't. Uh, or that's a cold. That's cool. That was cool. Okay, so I mean, uh, I have a seventeen. Does that? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking for a twenty. Okay, I got twenty-three. Yeah. So, Ekis, as the more you're looking at it, the thing that you're looking at looks like it's probably part of a torso. Mm -hmm. It has arms and legs. So it looks humanoid. As you're kind of like trying to use the stone behind it as just a background and using the leaves and the, the grass around as kind of like your um, your outline, let's say. I could try I, to dispel it. It, it kind of looks like <clears throat> a statue. It looks vaguely humanoid. Um, I'm I'm gonna do something, but it might be stupid. Do you want me to try? Oria hearing Ragnar say that looks over again. Do you want me to try to dispel it? Don't need to get close for me to do that. Or we can touch it. 
We could or hit we it. Can, or we I mean, I, it. I don't want to touch it. Well, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> hold on. We've we've dealt with we've we've dealt with enchanted statues before. Might be for the best if Oria dispels it. Oh, do you want me to send Skiwak and land on it and see if something happens? That we don't do that, Rocknar. <laughs> what if it explodes? Yeah, and I then will, you. Lose I will cry. Then how about we dispel it? <laughs> Oria is going to walk back to the rest of the party, and she is going to cast a. For the sake of it, mm-hmm. go for it. Fuck it. Go, just, just go nuts. Go crazy. Go, go crazy. Just go stupid. Go do it. Uh, she'll cast a six level dispel magic. All right. As you wave your staff around and you're concentrating on the three schools of magic that uh, this thing uh, possesses. I need you to roll me an Arcana check. Okay. Do I need to add, like, the plus ten to... Uh... Because that's the one thing I always get confused with. uh, It's ten plus your... uh, You have to roll an Arcana check, so the DC will be ten plus the level of the enchantment. So, like, up to, like, nineteen would be, like, you know, a level nine spell as an example. Okay. Ooh. Twenty-seven. All right, cool. So since you cast it at level six, anything DC sixteen and below, you would have gotten it. So that's why I had to roll because it wasn't that DC; it was a little higher. Uh, okay. With a twenty plus, though, as you kind of hone in on that energy um, in this spell, it you see that the entire thing moves forward and steps as it's. It looks like from the center of it, um, the shine is grabbing either earth in the roots below and some even of the snow at top just kind of falls and collects around it as this golem starts appearing forward, ticks one step as the stone underneath it starts collapsing as it grabs with the part of the roots that are its arms, grabs on to stabilize so that just breaks off in splinters as it just collapses completely in front of you and you see this hole leading underneath. Well, it's and something. The shiny thing, is it still, like, shiny? The shiny or? thing, uh, it's, it's dull now completely, as it, it looks like to be a shield that kind of held something inside of it, um, and it just starts eroding and, and uh, uh, rusting over immediately, like time is kind of stepping forward. I think I took care of that. Wonderful. As, uh, Shall we go down the hole? Well, now I get why why it had those schools of magic on it. That makes sense. Well, it's you were on the right track about it conjuring something. I mean, the, the go- that golem, maybe. Exactly. It's protecting it's something. There's something worth protecting down there, most likely. And you did have to cast a level 6 spell to get rid of it, so it's, it's pretty strong. Should probably go down there before uh, something, you know. Yes, something. agreed. That sounds like a very good idea. 
it also sounds like this creature that, well, this lich may possibly also be very paranoid. <clears throat> Creatures that are paranoid. She'll look at West and just nod like I know. As Kara's kind of are approaching it, uh, and then I'll get to you, Rognav. You hear a, um, and with your insane dark vision, seeing down this hole about 110 feet, you see almost uh, a tethered boat hitting against uh, the wall. And there is um, obviously water underneath uh, where the boat is floating on. Yes, Rognar. Um, when we're starting to walk and mm-hmm. when we're passing by the golem, I do want to kind of scatter things like that was behind the shield that's kind of rusting over now. Mm-hmm. Oh, like scatter all the, the... Yeah, uh, and see if there's something underneath it and maybe worth taking. Like, uh, sure. It's being protected by the shield for some reason. Maybe the heart of the golem. Maybe it's worth taking. Uh, roll me uh, investigation. It's an eighteen. Eighteen. As you're moving it around, you feel that because the as yeah, the shield was the heart of it. Kind of was the center of the energy. Since it starts being rusted over and the magic is disappearing, you feel that nothing is being attached. Okay. Like, uh, uh, it's it's not absorbing any of the elements around. So, uh, you probably didn't need to do anything, but it's good to have a backup. I mean, it's it's breaking. Uh, the faster that thing breaks, the less magic it has. As okay. in that thing being the shield. Okay. So nothing worth taking. Nothing <laughs> worth taking. No, the the magic okay. has been completely yeah, destroyed. It's gone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No loot for you. No loot. We don't have loot for over here. Yeah. Maybe it's, the rest in shield. It's probably the combination of Oria's incredibly strong spell and just how old uh-huh. this thing is. On, yeah. Not saying that it was easy, but good combination to make it safer. Yeah. Alright, okay. what do we do, guys? Kara's just going to let everyone know about the boat and the water and everything and be like, I... I hope we all know how to swim. You, when you're I looking at it, care, uh, there is nothing that assists getting down this hole. The hole is about six feet wide. Um, and just oh, is it dark down, down there? It is dark. Yes, no light. So I can, I can, do, I can finally do something that I haven't done. Yes, Jeremiah, what are you? What's the I'm trying to do? Oh, I could just jump down there. You, you could. Yeah, how can I tell how far down? How far is your Karen's dark vision? My, my dark vision. With the light that shines through from the from above, I'll say you can see 70 feet down below, and it's, it still goes further than what you can see. Care, you can see the bottom. Yeah, Care's going to let him know it's less than 150 feet. Ah. Uh, it's okay. And then I'm going to jump down. I will oh, scout sh- ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. As- and then I will I will um, activate my item, Polymorph. What are you Polymorph? I am now a bat with the same intelligence, charisma, <laughs> okay. and wisdom. I'm glad you didn't go something else because a bat can fly. Yes. A bat can fly. Uh... I still keep my wisdom, charisma, and intelligence because of the cloak. The cloak, yes, the cloak. The cloak, the cloak of, the bat. of the bat. Uh, <laughs> as you just see, uh, Ronald transforms a bat 
And as you kind of go underneath and with your vision and a little bit of the sonar, um, it echoes. This is a large cave that you're, you're, um, you see. Um, there's actually two boats. Uh, and uh, this antechamber, as it kind of leads uh, into this underground river that kind of flows to the left side, it just continues on through. But right now, it's about a 60-foot cave, maybe, I'll say, 30 feet wide. It's a pretty big circle with, like, nothing here other than just two boats. There's no planks of wood, nothing that would, like, support anything. It's just, you get down here, there's two boats, and then a tunnel that leads further in. So there's nothing like any creatures that I sense? Uh, perception. Sure. Uh, yeah. That is. I keep my intelligence, so I'm keeping my mm -hmm. yes intelligence with them. So I'm keeping this roll, and that's a dirty twenty. It seems pretty safe. The boats. They look okay. They're not. I mean, they look okay. I mean, mm -hmm. kind of looking at it. Mm. Oh no, I can't. I can't actually see see <laughs> because I'm a bat. <laughs> when you land on the boat, uh, I have blind sight. That's uh, why I was like, I can sense. The bats can see. Uh, so when you're on, uh, uh, when you're on the boats, if feels structurally sturdy like i mean you are bats so, you know size batters but bat dwarf and, uh, size batters. yeah rock <laughs> boat you know all those jokes um <laughs> i will say one slight detail because you did get a 20. it doesn't look same like all feel you're not getting that this boat it this boat's newer than a lot of things so mm -hmm. it's probably like a boat that was left behind by a previous adventuring group. Okay. So what do you do, Rognar? Uh, I will transform back to me. Okay. To Rognar, and then I and then I was like, uh, so how am I gonna communicate to them now? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the rocket happy. I think it's safe. <laughs> Wes, you hear that? Oh, that's nifty. Yeah, yeah, we we got kind of fixed up with these. I it's, he thinks it's safe. And then um, I'm gonna go tell them. I do have a spell that you can just kind of jump down, and I will catch you all. <laughs> what he said. Care jumps. All right. <laughs> no, as care, you're like twenty feet in front of everybody. Is he saying that? Yeah, he's gonna cast um, Howg on himself, so he's at least resisting the bludgeoning damage, and just in case. Care jumps and Wes grabs the rock like, oh what shit, Care's jumping! Doing this exact second. Wes is jumping? Okay. Oh, I guess that West is jumping, oh, sure. Th th that's what you said, my bad. No, like, Care jumps and West immediately grabs the rocky talkie, and he's just like, oh shit, Care's jumping. Oh, okay, okay. What is <laughs> everyone doing this now? immediate second? Uh, Oreo was gonna just wild shape into a bird. Well, not a bird, but an owl okay. to fly I mean, down there. I can Something catch that has to fall, Thank you. Fall on up to five, five people. Yeah, okay. can, that's what I was saying. So, I can catch people. This next no. second, because of velocity, and that's why 
every turn you're taking uh, 20 d6 worth of damage. Rona, the next second, you see Karius, ah, and nobody else. Oh, wow, man. I will catch him still anyway. I will yep. cast Featherfall. You cast Featherfall. Karius, <laughs> you see the, the tunnel lean forward. I'll say that with your superior vision, as you kind of just like floating before you hit the 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 boat, you do see wooden planks leading up to a sandbar and a torch that's not lit at the end of that tunnel. He relays that information to Rog. Okay. Um, for the sake of we are kind of at time. Um, I guess you cast for the fall yourself, uh, Orion. You... And anyone else who's jumping at the same oh. time. Oria turned into a pygmy owl and she's okay. going to fly down. Bless her. And West. So I, I guess he would probably just cast it on himself, West, and Care. Okay. As uh, you, since Care's already at the bottom, you two just fall down if West if that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's pretty much what West will do. As you cast for the fall on both of you guys. You see that uh, the boat's definitely not big enough for all of you guys. You kind of have to split. But you're on the... How many... <laughs> how many... Uh, owl. What's that called? Uh, is there multiple boats? There's two. Okay. Each boat can probably fit three medium-sized creatures. Okay. And that's... I that's, have, that's I have a Brom. Do you have uh, a Brom? Uh, how did Brom get down? With she... Okay, because she was in your pocket. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, she was. She was actually still in my pocket. Huh? Okay. Yep. Oh wait, no, she wasn't. She 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 probably would have jumped with care. All right, Let she's with care. So <laughs> since uh, Oria is a pygmy uh, owl, uh, I said pygmy, but I I changed it. She's a bard. Either way, she's a she's an owl. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> are a not. So you can easily rest on anyone's shoulders or on the side of the the boat as you guys are making your way forward. Uh, I will show you the map that you guys are in. I need to double check something though. Oh no. That doesn't sound good. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so who's on which boat? Who's on boat one? Uh, sure. Okay. Echis, who's also with Echis? Yeah, I'll be with Echis. Okay. Oria is going to be sitting on Wes's shoulder. Okay. I guess that means Wes is in the second boat with Ragnarv. Okay. Yeah, because I need. Like, it was going to be. Because Ragnarv is basically taking two slots because of Brom. Okay. Like because this is kind of like ho maybe hostile territory, so he wants Brom to be out. Sure, I will. Uh... It's okay, Brom can sit in my lap. <laughs> okay, I will put you guys in the new map. Though Brom can kind of try, kind of ease. <laughs> wow. You guys should have dark vision, so please let me know if you do not. I think I passed. Oh. I think it's like the only one who doesn't. I can't see shit. Oh, I I see. Uh, in the mass specifically. All of this. Does anyone yeah. have a torch? Oh yeah, you don't have a torch, huh? I I, I, I am trying a new thing on this map, and there's technically a torch layer here. Like the light moves with it. Okay. Um, That's really cool. Uh, but that the, is the, awesome. It's not lit. Um, just, just if why. I don't think I gave anyone dark vision because I was uh, testing something out. 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, nobody has dark vision just yet. I will give you guys your dark vision. Um, as you kind of approach uh, through the sides here, um, you see chains that are holding the tunnels separated. Um, and to each corner, the same skeletal entity. It's like a statue of holding what looks to be a book, all out of stone. It's very eroded. Dozens and dozens of barrels that have been broken. Um, uh, pieces of plank that were kind of put in to assist. Uh, you even see a, a table that has dust on it. You see pieces of clothing scattered throughout. Um, uh, a dagger or two here. Because you kind of approach and, and uh, uh, close the... Uh, uh, dock the boat. Don't rock it though. You will hear several voices. Get them, lads, like yet. And he starts to get them. We can take their bodies. And you see a man approach from one from the stone, unsheathing a sword. And the man looks completely translucent blue. And you see this halfling kind of go, like, almost like uh, dives, but in a reverse motion above the uh, the surface of the where the sand bed is. And you're starting to see many entities, many people with armor and, and weapons. You see a man kind of draw a bow, but they all look ghostly. And... That, as soon as I can do this, oh, I only found one. That is where we're going to end our game for tonight. As you see a couple of dead adventurers wanting to claim your body. Can't have it, bro. I asked first. All right. Consent, consent is key. Consent is key. Okay. Sorry, I, I haven't built up that kind of an uh, relationship with you in order to, ha to have that it. level of uh, intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, with that, uh, we're going to end tonight's game and pick up this uh, in two weeks. Uh, so, uh, we'll see you in two Mondays. Next week is going to be a Rise of Team Out. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, New yeah. York, baby. Yes. Alright, uh, that's where we're going to end it tonight. Uh, please don't forget to be kind to one another. Yes. Don't forget to love each other. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Stay righteous, bros. Hey, stay, stay righteous. righteous.